Welcome to the Vital Dawn Podcast for Thursday, July 2nd. S&P futures are rallying 19 to 20 points. That is about 60 basis points. The major European indices are experiencing very strong gains, up about 1.3 to 2%. And there is a very strong cyclical bias in Europe. Autos and banks in particular are doing very well. The bank index was up about 4% at one point. It's pulled back a little bit. Uh, Asia was very strong across the board as well. Um, Hong Kong in particular saw very healthy gains along with mainland China. Um, it is a very perplexing morning. Um, the price action is is very incongruous with the amount of news and the tenor of news. So I suppose if one were to justify the tape this morning, they would look back to yesterday. You had very dovish Fed minutes. The minutes were very dovish. Um, the Fed clearly is gearing up to provide either at Jackson Hole at the end of August or at the September meeting formal forward guidance about rates um, in which they're going to pledge to keep rates at zero essentially for an extended period of time. And then we're also probably going to see a formal quantitative easing program announced versus this open-ended one at present. Um, the minutes also sounded like the Fed is not going to pursue anytime soon a yield curve control policy, which would be negative in that the Fed would be able to suppress rates with less balance sheet expansion than would otherwise be the case. So remember, stocks are very much sensitive to balance sheet expansion, not necessarily the uh, level of rates. So the Fed minutes were very dovish. I do not think they were any more dovish than people were anticipating. Most people assume that the Fed is headed towards those types of a policy, those types of policies going forward. Um, there is optimism around a fifth U.S. fiscal stimulus bill. Again, this is something everyone has been penciling in. The size and composition of it are somewhat uncertain. Trump gave an interview yesterday to Fox News, um, which typical of him was very vague, but you could, I suppose, if one wanted to be an optimist, read into it that he seems to be in favor of another round of stimulus checks. Um you know, he said that, quote unquote, I am in favor of more money than the Democrats. But again, extraordinarily vague as to far as to far as what that actually means. Um, the Democrat, the Republicans clearly are not interested in extending that 600 per week federal unemployment benefit. Um, they'd much rather have some type of a back to work bonus payment. I'm sure that there will be an extension of the federal unemployment benefits, just not at six hundred dollars. Um, and then the White House, again, has been asking for a payroll tax cut that does not have much support in Congress. I think, though, the size of this bill clearly is rising uh, as the COVID crisis worsens pretty materially. So you probably are looking at a bill that could be worth you know, to upwards of $2 trillion, whereas just a few weeks ago, McConnell had talked about keeping it at a trillion. So that will be a very large bill. You know, Stimulus is a massive tailwind. No one is doubting stimulus. Stimulus is not going away. Stimulus is why the S&P is not back at the March lows. Um, no one should question stimulus at all. It's just a matter of is stimulus alone worth rallying this tape to fresh highs. Um, and then you have obviously a ton of optimism around vaccines. Um, you know, I've written a lot about vaccines. I've written a lot about the actual, um, you know, the, the, the dearth of actual real underlying peer reviewed scientific data. Um, there is a lot of skepticism among people as to as to these these candidates and how quickly they'll be able to come to market, how eff how effective they will be, the duration of eff efficacy, et cetera. The FDA put out guidelines on Tuesday, um, which suggested the bar will be high for them to grant approval to these vaccines. So it's not simply going to be producing antibodies; it's going to be the antibodies actually um, blocking replication of the virus, um, you know, for for an extended period of time. Um, and they want the vaccines to have a, a you know a material um, efficacy improvement over a placebo to grant approval. So those FDA guidelines on Tuesday to me were actually the big vaccine news of the week. 
um, you know, no one, no one should be uh, discounting or criticizing the scientific community. There are enormous efforts underway to develop a vaccine. I just think the market's perception of this is very warped at the moment. Um, it's also, you know, curious to see the market celebrate the vaccine announcements, um, the very, very preliminary vaccine announcements, and they seem to kind of just be ignoring what is, you know, a skyrocketing um, you know, amount of COVID cases that are occurring in the U.S. And it's not simply a function of increased testing. You have um, increased rates of positive tests. You have increased hospitalizations occurring. This is working its way through other statistics. So you are seeing inc- uh, you are seeing evidence that the economic rebound from the April trough is starting to kind of flatten out. Um, you know, Macy's and United both gave anecdotes yesterday morning. You've seen it in some of the high frequency data. Um, you know, you've seen the jobless claims begin to level out as well. So the June jobs report today is going to be very strong, but it's sort of a stale figure at this point. Um, the jobless claims at 830, I think, are going to be more important. That's more telling. I think that will kind of give you more immediate insight into the state of the economy. And there were a ton of articles um, published this morning just talking about how, you know, if you really look behind the scenes, the economy, economic rebound is being to level out. And that's a function of what you've seen on the COVID front. Um, you know, again, the COVID situation in a lot of those same states is is still quite severe. And that will, again, over the coming weeks, trickle into other other forms of, um, you know, COVID figures, including hospitalizations and unfortunately fatalities. That so that 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 to me is kind of, again, one of the bigger developments of this week. Um, you know, the FDA vaccine guidelines, the explosion in, in COVID cases, and then this kind of flattening off in um, the economic rebound. You know, to me, stimulus was never in doubt. The stimulus will be enormous. But, you know, I think the narrative, the tenor of news is going to be shifting over the coming weeks. Um, this market, it can be quite myopic as far as, far as what it focuses on or decides to focus on. But that, to me, is going to be the big theme of July. Um, you know, politics, again, another issue where the market seems to be not paying too much attention. Um, clearly, you have a lot of time to go between now and November. But, you know, we could be looking at a seismic shift in the political landscape. Um, whereby Trump loses and the Senate changes hands. Um, you know, clearly Trump has a lot of time to turn things around, but as things stand right now, you know, he is in George H.W. Bush and Carter territory as far as where his poll numbers are right now versus Biden. Um, you know, his campaign manager wrote an editorial in the Washington Post this morning just talking about how, you know, the campaign is doing very well. Um, a lot of the commentary in the press and the poll numbers, you know, you should really be discounting them. And he talks about enthusiasm, which is a, you know, he does raise a good point. The enthusiasm numbers for Trump are nearly double what they are for Biden. So the people who are voting for Trump um, are very, very eager to vote for him versus Biden. Um, and that's that's certainly a positive for him. But, you know, again, the national figures are down um, on on nearly every poll, at least 10 points. And Trump is behind in a lot of these key swing states as well. Um, you know, so politics is again, something that the market doesn't really seem to be paying too much of attention to right now. Um, so again, no real news as far as since the U S close, uh, yesterday, really no major corporate news out overnight, no major eco data this morning, no big central bank headlines. The last big monetary headline was the fed minutes at two o'clock yesterday afternoon. Um, on the political front, the house passed the Senate bill. So the PPP will now be open until August 8th. Very expected. Um, again, there has not been a lot of PPP demand lately, which is why you still have kind of $130 billion lodged within the PPP. There does seem to be an initiative underway in Congress to shift some of the PPP rules to potentially direct the money towards industries that are really 
struggling and really hit hard, um, specifically hospitality leisure, where, you know, you've seen a lot of states in the last 48 hours force bars to either close or stop selling alcohol, um, you know, suspending indoor dining. So restaurants and bars are clearly one area where politicians are, are um, you know, reimposing a lot of pretty strict lockdown measures. Um, the House passed its $1.5 trillion infrastructure bill. It will go to die in the Senate. There's no chance of it passing, even though infrastructure is supposedly a major priority of Republicans. Um, I continue to think that infrastructure will go nowhere for the rest of this year, at least. Um, and that is essentially it for today. Like I was talking about before, the big focus will be jobs. The Again, the June jobs report will be very strong. For me, I think the more important figure, though, will be the claims number. So if the claims are flat to up, I think that will be more uh, that will offset a very strong June jobs report. So again, the claims to me are more important um, than the jobs report. Other than that, today there is not much on the calendar. Obviously, tomorrow is a holiday in the U.S., so um, you know liquidity and attendance are going to be relatively sparse. Next week's calendar is very minimal. There's really not a ton. Um, there's not a lot of scheduled news. That will be kind of the first week of pre-announcements. So to the extent you are going to see pre-announcements, um, you know, they are going to probably start next week. Uh, and then the following week kicks off earnings with the banks. So that is everything for today. Uh, thank you for listening.